Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford Issues is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. MTE and their sharing change has now donated more than $11 million to local nonprofits and growing. You know, this uh, community outreach of Middle Tennessee Electric helps worthy causes right here in our community supporting local nonprofits. Find out more at sharingchange.org. We are talking about the Better Business Bureau today. Lots to go over as James Price comes in uh, every couple of weeks to keep us updated on things. And uh, there's some events coming up that the BBB Foundation uh, is working together. So, James, first of all, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? All right. Surviving the heat, I hope. Yeah. I mean, at least it's not as brutal as it has been like in the, some of these other states, but it's catch, it's starting to catch us, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything over 100, uh, you can keep it. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but you've got some things for us to talk about. Where are we going to start off first here this morning? So, you know, last time we were on here, we were talking about um, six scams for college students to avoid. Mm-hmm. And so we're still, like, here at the start of school. So uh, today uh, I'm bringing in these back-to-school Internet safety tips. And this is a really important uh, back-to-school you know, you know, you're going you're gonna to get new supplies and clothes. That's not enough. Um, uh, as your children, you know, go back to school, you also need to be thinking about help, how to them stay safe online and avoid being easy targets to online scammers. And this just doesn't go for younger kids. It goes for adults because actually some adults don't realize yeah. how they're getting scammed. So uh, don't turn your radio off just because I said kids going back to school. <laughs> this applies to everyone. Yeah, these these will be some uh, very interesting tips so i guess we're going to start off with parents here right yeah so you know be careful creating accounts on websites without permission social media sites are ripe with strangers and intentions that may be quite different than yours many sites are designed to collect and sell unauthorized user details and behaviors to advertisers seeking targeting marketing so when creating an account some kids may falsely create a birth date to meet like the minimum age requirements Uh Uh, know what your child is doing online. Keep track of social media uh, sites and accounts to which you know they have access to. Um, contests and giveaways. Um, people just you know, contests and giveaways are not just for the the good of the company or the person giving it away. There's an ulterior motive there somewhere uh, for a contest or a giveaway. Now sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're raising money for charity and that right. kind of stuff. But other times not so much um they're often collecting a whole bunch of personal information on their entry forms many are thinly disguised ways of collecting personal or financial information that could lead to identity theft ensure that your child doesn't have any access to uh, online banking or credit card information supervise them filling out the forms and you know this kind of this is a little bit off track from the internet here, but I got a card in the mail this week that said, um, hey, we we have a package to deliver to you. Please call this number with this code. I got one of those, too. It was uh, FedEx or UPS or something like that, or disguised as that. Yeah, so being the BBB guy I am, I called the number. And I didn't give him any real personal information. But come to find out, um, there's a series of questions. Oh, you want a two uh, 
two bottles of laundry detergent, and right. we just need your address to send it to you. Mm, that's key information. Yes. And so then they started asking questions about, do I have a whole house water filter system? And how, you know, how clean is your water? So obviously this is a company who's trying to sell whole house water systems and they're trying to get your address and information. You know, how long have you owned your house? That was some of the other questions they asked. So if they're out there listening to this, the information I gave you was totally bogus. It was <laughs> not any of mine. So, um, but I did, I was able to go down that road. Poor so Joe down the street though, you gave him his address and stuff. <laughs> right. Right. Actually, I used some kind of street and address. I'm not even sure if it was a real address. Uh. So, um, so anyway, you know, back on this fishing, adults are not the only ones who receive spam and junk mail. Kids often get junk mail. And since they don't have much online experience and neither do adults in some cases, sure. um, uh, they're more susceptible to clicking links and answering questions they probably shouldn't. You know, while some emails may be legitimate, the last thing parents want or need is a $500 bill from a fraudulent website where a purchase uh, may have been made or worse, giving up personal information that can be tracked back to your home. So, you know, you're, they're fishing this information, this contest, this giveaway, kind of like that card we just talked about. They want to know where I live. Well, once they know where you live, well, now they can track you even more. Mm. Um, so don't ever give your, you know, your home address, um, unless you know who you're giving it to. Sure. You know, so understanding apps, uh, are, and you know, they're downloaded software that operates on various devices. I mean, you know, should know what an app is by now. Um, but however, certain apps might collect and share personal information about your child or target your child with ads. Even free apps include features and uh, and children may not understand that some of those apps or game features cost money and they're going to be labeled, labeled free to download. Then they may click on these so-called you know, so free games and cost parents and guardians a hefty bill at the end of the month. So the other thing, too, is, you know, if you, if you, I, I would not let a child um, have a credit card or a prepaid card to put onto uh, an app to make purchases, right. yeah. you know. If you want to buy something on there, you need to bring it to me, and you need to you need to let me know what it is that you want to buy, and I will look at it before I approve it. Ninety percent of the time, the answer is going to be no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was ninety-eight percent in my house, but but the the whole what you're kind of talking about are apps that say free, but a lot of times, like on the iPhone, it says in-app purchases may be required or something like that, and so that's on just about every app, even though it's a, a free app. So if if your kid's credit card information or you have your credit card information in on their phone and they click through, well, then they're buying all these extra purchases that you may not know about is kind of what you're getting out there. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, it's apps, it's games. I mean, I know people who spend over a $1,000 a month on games on the Internet. Wow. And I'm just going, what? Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, I don't like my Super Mario Kart that much, but uh, <laughs> James right. Price of the BBB here with us, Better Business Bureau, looking at uh, you know some inter internet safety tips, back to school time, um, anything other than apps here? So file sharing sites, many websites allow children to download free media. A child may not realize that these sites come with the risk of downloading a virus, allowing the identity of thieves to access the gaming device, personal computer, cell phone that's being used. From there, a cyber thief can track you know, financial transactions, physical locations. 
and even tap into the household Wi-Fi without anybody knowing it. And so if you have a device in your house that is on Wi-Fi and it has a camera, well, now you've just given them access to your everything in your home. Mm. And, you know, there's rumor out there that some of these uh, Roomba or, you know, I, I don't know if it's that brand, but these uh, automatic vacuum cleaners, they have GPS in them. So basically what you're doing is, is you're showing the company the entire layout of your home with this with this vacuum cleaner uh my room is not smart enough to do that i don't think <laughs> maybe be surprised you never can tell well it always gets stuck in the same place i know that so. yeah. it's not connected to your wi-fi yet though as far as you know no <laughs> um so, so quick some quick tips on managing online privacy with the family know that about the children's advertising review unit uh, it's a self-regulatory program that provides detailed guidance to children's advertisements, how to deal with sensitive, uh, sensitively and honestly with children's issues. Um, they go beyond uh, beyond issues of truthfulness and accuracy to consider unique impressions and vulnerable child audience. So that's the C-A-R-U, CARU Self-Regulated Program. There's a program called COPA, Children's Online Protection Act, which basically says that children under 13 um, has to be protected, but if your kid puts in uh, uh, the information that they're over 13, you're not protected anymore. The Family Online Safety Institute uh, brings interna uh, international perspective to online lives, potential risk and rewards. Uh, read privacy policies together and understand privacy, privacy settings. Those are really long sometimes and people skip over them, but I mean, if your child is into one of those, you really want to make sure that you're looking at those. Don't share your location. I have my location services turned off on my phone. Uh, nearly every app automatically tracks where the user is. Um, you know, don't use those. Um, use parental controls if necessary. If you have a child who has their own phone, you can set the parental controls and you can lock it with a password so they can't just change them. Uh, share with care. Remember, personal information is like money. Uh, if you give somebody personal information, they can find a way somehow to monopolize on that. And then on uh, the other thing we have on here is teachers and administrators who have tips for students. You video conferencing tools. The, there's a thing on here about Zoom bombing and phishing. These things are not over. People, uh, scammers can still get in there and you know tag into a video conference, uh, evaluate and update cybersecurity plans. The sudden shutdown of in-person activities left uh, many scrambling to change course in creating and delivering curriculum. So you got to kind of watch out for those. And then keep a clean machine and updated device connected to the Internet. You know, backing it up. Make sure that you have firewalls and things to protect you about viruses and malware and that kind of thing. And then, of course, you know, for more information, you can go to BBB.org and you can read more about some of these programs that we have on here. A lot of tips for back to school. Yep. Um, everybody just needs to kind of be forewarned, you know. Well, James, uh, looks like we've got about uh, three minutes or so here to uh, jump in and talk about the BBB's fifth annual uh, Songwriters Night. That is coming up, and I'm sure tickets are going pretty fast for that. Yeah, I mean, this is a really cool event. So it's the fifth annual, as you were saying, and, you know, today BBB has raised over six figures in money to support community programs and funding small business grants uh, in the 45 counties BBB serves. So that's the main goal of our songwriters night is to, you know, to support small business. You know, BBB is a nonprofit. 
Um, uh, what do you want to do? You want to showcase your company, uh, your commitment to trust, provide uh, grant funding for local businesses, network and connect with, connect with you know, like-minded people, and enjoy an unforgettable night of fun. Our mistress of ceremonies will be the, the one, Dan- Danielle Breezy. She's gonna. She says she's back here for her second uh, year, at least her second year. Could be her third. Um, and so I'm sure everybody out there knows who Danielle is. If not, you know, you just need to go to News Two and yeah. watch the weather report. <laughs> um, but some of the songwriters. This is really. Uh, these are really interesting. Wyatt McCubbin's going to be there, singer songwriter from Ohio, and uh, he's been writing songs and playing shows um, for a long time. Uh, he's written songs for Merle Haggard, George Jones, Charlie Daniels, Dwight Yoakam, uh, the Kentucky Headhunters, and, and more. So he's one of the songwriters that will be there. Eric Dillon, uh, another songwriter. So we're going to have three. He'll be there. He co- co-wrote uh, uh, the number one hit, uh, uh, There Was a Girl. Uh, if it wasn't for trucks and Dylan Carmichael's radio signal drinking problems. Uh, he's from Kansas, and he's written songs for uh, Brantley Gilbert, uh, Trish Yearwood, Kip Moore, uh, and, and more. Uh, and then our third uh, songwriter is Bryce Long, uh, and he has uh, 25 more years in songwriting, has over 100 songs cut with artists like Garth Brooks, George Strait, Hank Williams Jr., Randy Travis, Trace Adkins. I mean, there's a whole list of uh, peoples in here. Um, uh, one of his song, songs was the number one single, Heartache on the Dance Floor. Uh, and then another one, Nothing But On But the Radio. A uh, lot of good stuff out there. Uh, go to bbb.org. Uh, I think we're going to have the QR code on WGNS website. Sure. Uh, we'll put a link there for sure. Uh um, sign up. Businesses can actually donate stuff for our silent auction. Uh, you can get in touch with me or through the link, um, and we'll highlight your company on the silent auction you're given to promote small businesses in Middle Tennessee. Sounds good. James Price with the Better Business Bureau joining us today on Rutherford Issues.